What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Everybody, welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. I am Pete. This is Evan. First off, if you're new to the show, welcome. This is for New York State conservatives who are sick and tired of being neglected by our local and state politicians, and we're also tired of being ostracized by friends, family, co-workers who, let's face it, have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to politics or life in general. So today, we're going to lead and most likely finish with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because nobody in the history of politics to my understanding, has made a bigger ass of themselves in a 48-hour period than she has. I know Mike from the mailbag requested that we try not to name call, and we'll do our best, but we really can't make any promises Sorry, Mike. after we got through the Green New Deal. But Mike from the mailbag did request that we talk about the Green New Deal, how the mainstream media's hypocrisy and their spin, also the endorsements from so many of the Democratic presidential candidates saying this is a great bill, and then after that, uh, after it came out and the website kind of crashed and went down because, you know, the FAQ page is ridiculous. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, uh, they, they just they don't they don't ask any follow up questions. They don't do anything to try and validate her points because you know she's young and as Ben Shapiro loves to say, so fresh, so face. So let's get into the fun today. So we're gonna talk about her. Let's talk about the Green New Deal first because yeah, we were pretty we we were having a pretty fun back and forth that we think you'll enjoy. So I'm going to quote how she flip-flopped on this yesterday. So first off, the FAQ page on her website got pulled yesterday. The reason it got pulled... There were too many questions. There was well, A, and B, there were things like guaranteed economic security for everyone unwilling to work. We're not talking about disabled people. We're not talking about people who, for whatever the reason, can't find that. We're talking about people who just, they're perfectly capable, they're just... On the moment to work. Among Lifelong the, vacation, baby. Regulating cow farts was another one, as was trying to, in the next 10 years, when they institute this Green New Deal, taking out air and car travel, and then creating these crazy high-speed railways all across the nation, because, you know, California didn't try that and isn't out billions and billions of dollars on a failed project that they were never able to institute, like a bullet high-speed railway. So, anyway... We're going to go over how she flip-flopped yesterday on the Green New Deal because first she started the day on NPR. I'm going to read direct quotes from the questioner and then her response. Then I'm going to read you um, what she said that Chuck taught on MSNBC literally six hours after the fact. So let's begin. Um, The questioner on NPR asked her, and I quote, One reason that people who are politically conservative are skeptical of efforts to combat climate change is that it sounds to them like it requires massive government intervention, which they just don't like. Are you prepared to put on the table that, yes, actually they're right? What this requires is massive government intervention. Ocasio-Cortez then admitted that her plan would require massive government intervention. She said, and I quote, It does. It does, yeah. I have no problem saying that. Why? Because we have tried their approach, theirs being conservatives, for 40 years. For 40 years, we have tried to let the private sector take care of this, the 29-year-old said. They said, we got this. We can do this. The forces of the market are going to force us to innovate. Except for the fact that there's a little thing in economics called externalities. We'll define what that is in just a second and then 
laugh about it. But the last thing she said, so that she, we understand her definition of externalities, and then we actually go over the real definition, is that, and by the way, she was an economics major, just to make matters worse. But anyway, and what that means externalities is that a corporation can dump pollution in the river and they don't have to pay but taxpayers have to pay so the definition of an externality Evan, is that an externality is the cost or benefit that affects a person who did not choose to incur that cost or benefit when there is no externality allocative efficiency is achieved however this rarely happens in the free market wow oh my god so and we're not this isn't even the flip-flop yet yeah, let's that's not even flip this is just so, in the loosest possible definition, if she was in any way coherent in what she was saying, she is somewhat accurate in her own mind on what she is saying. So, in her example, which is not a realistic example, she is correct. It would be a cost that doesn't go to the corporation but goes to an un you know the taxpayers the taxpayers which is the third party which is incurring the cost of the corporation hmm. the problem is she is completely and entirely off base hmm. this is what i thought we said i didn't think she could get any dumber again michael we are sorry i know you told us that it doesn't work well when we when we call her names but she's a complete and utter moron <laughs> In what universe are corporations allowed to dump toxic waste into river without repercussions? They, like, look at Northrop Grumman right up the road here. It's like she took her head, found a cement wall, and just slammed it over and over and over and over again right into it, and then went on TV and did an interview. Like, in what? 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 <laughs> I don't. I can't even. There aren't even words to describe the level of stupidity that is going on with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I'm sorry. I. She needs help. She needs help. She needs a brain scan. I. I know she probably doesn't. Ha oh, now she has health benefits. You know, with our great. Pro yes. You know, medical care. Mm -hmm. But you know, with the with uh, Medicare for all, she probably wouldn't be able to get a brain scan. But she can get a brain scan now. Yeah. Because she works for the federal right government. Now. And that's what she needs. She needs to get a brain scan because she is either. Had a very serious head injury, or she was born, and not to insult anyone who was born this way, but she was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck and she lost oxygen because her brain is not functioning correctly in any semblance of re in reality. It is insane that that was her example because that's not what, first of all, it's not what happens. It's not an and externality. It's, and it's the loosest definition of an externality, that, only taking those two very simple points. It's not an actual example. That's almost as bad as when Nancy Pelosi quotes fake verses from the Bible and tries to justify oh things like abortion. No, it's her Bible because she reads the satanic Bible. It's the one that the <laughs> devil gave to her on her trip to Georgia. Ah, uh, yes. But, um, yeah, so that was what she said. So, so keep in mind, again, to rehash what she said, she said that it would take massive government intervention in order for this Green New Deal to be uh, brought forth to the American public. And the private sector has made innovations. Yes. Well, I mean, what is she even talking about? We have fully electric cars. We have hybrid cars. We have energy fuel-efficient cars. Solar we have fuel-efficient gasoline, solar panels. We. What, the, what world does she live in? How much crack does she smoke every single morning before she puts on her $3,000 outfit <laughs> and then complains that there's wealth inequality? Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's bad. It's it, it's really really bad. What? Yeah. What? Uh. But yeah. So so keep in mind again.
That's what she's saying. It will take massive government intervention. Uh, there hasn't been innovation. And is it up to par where it can help us? I mean, conservative estimates is that by 2030, it can account for 3 to 4% of the world's energy usage, solar and wind uh, and things of that nature. So it's not realistic. But it's the government can't even keep drugs out of federal prison. Exactly. How on earth are they going to fix the world? What? They, they can't. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, yeah, see, stupidity oh, bothers some of us more than others. I'm used to it, sadly. So stupid! Alright, so so then, six hours later, she goes on MSNBC, she talks to Chuck Todd, and then he asks her essentially the same question. And she says that, I think one way that the right does try to mischaracterize uh, what we're doing as though it's like, I'm not adding these, by the way, that's actually a direct quote, some kind of massive government takeover, she said. Obviously, it's not that, because what we're trying to do is release the investments from the federal government to mobilize those resources across the country. What? That's what she said. So, so for starters, she's a liar. Flat out. That's not name calling. She's a liar. Because literally six hours prior to that, when she was asked essentially the same question by another liberal pundit, she said it will take massive government intervention. I'm sure after that interview, and after her PR team and her staffers saw how much of a disaster it was, they said, look, you can't say that, because people on both sides do not want massive government intervention. But that's what democratic socialism is. Exactly. Or socialism, because so democratic was, socialism is not so a thing. So she was being truthful the first time around, at least about the massive government intervention part. The externality part was complete smoke out her ass. But that, she was correct about. Then... She goes into, let's go back to the quote here. So then she goes into releasing investments from the federal government. What investments? What is she talking about? Do you even know what she's talking about? She, I think she just says words. She just blurts words out of her mouth. She says she says medium to large-sized words. Externality. Investment. Yeah. Democratic socialism. Yeah. That nobody really understands unless you actually do your homework. And she puts them all together and she says it confidently. So that to the ignorant voter, to someone who blindly supports her, they're like, yeah, she's smart. She knows what she's talking yeah. about. And she goes like this. And she goes like this. She moves her head around. And she looks like a jackass. And she is a jackass. Oh, Sorry, we said we were, I said I was going to tone, tone down the name calling. I'm sorry, but yeah. she's a jackass. She is. That's yeah. what she is. So, so she's a liar on top of that, which isn't unusual for a Democrat to be. That's not the only issue she had, though, yesterday. So, like I mentioned, the FAQ page in the website got pulled by her staff. Why? Because it had stupid things in it. This was, and this isn't just by one conservative source. This is by conservative, moderate, and even left-leaning sources saying this is the worst or one of the worst political documents ever written in the history. And then we have local papers. This is what Mike from the Mailbag wanted us to touch on since today is Mailbag Day about how Newsday and the New York Times talk about how this is innovative and how this is a great new initiative we have to start to save the planet. And no science backs up. Science since 1922 has said that there's global warming and that the, the polar ice caps are melting and we're all going to die and it's all man's fault from industry and then automobiles and, and jet fuel and all these different things. And the truth is we barely amount to 3% of carbon dioxide emissions in the world. Well, it's the farting cows. We have to stop the she cows She wants to regulate farting. that in her deal. So what that we do is we, we get a bunch of wine corks, right? Mm -hmm. We tape them together and we plug up the cows and then they're not farting anymore. 
Yeah, but that's not that's animal cruelty, which while they're okay with late term abortions, they're really against animal cruelty, both in this state and at the federal level. I don't think that's cruelty. Maybe the cows will like it. I, well, they might like the insertion, but they will not like not being able to fart. True. Anyway, so that was step one. So she proved that she is A incompetent and B a liar. And and these are these are not inaccurate. And that the left the mainstream media painted her as and, and the presidential nominees too painted her and they, they got behind before it even came out. So like, oh yeah, that sounds great. The like three talking points she had about it before it was actually released. And it's hilarious. Ben Shapiro barely got through his show yesterday because he was laughing so much as he dissected it line by line. Like it, it's that bad. And, and it's not because we're conservatives and we're against this huge taxation and, and more and more and more government spending. It's because she's an idiot. It's, yeah, it's just it's just it's just stupidity behind it. It's a pipe dream. It's a utopia. It's a unicorn. It doesn't make any sense, and there's no real application in the real world. So after that. She has a feud going on with Nancy Pelosi and the establishment of Democrats. We touched on this last week. But now I'm going to read you something from a couple articles I found. So freshman representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez unveiled a new climate change initiative on Thursday. Ha! And had it swiftly knocked down by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Hey, broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. Even though, yeah. She's an old and broken and crooked and satanic clock. Yes. Pelosi told Politico in wide-ranging interview, however, that it's just a suggestion and one of many the caucus is likely to receive on green energy. So, in other words, it's a suggestion that we'll welcome with open arms. We love the initiative, but it's dumb, even for our standards, and therefore, we're not going to abide by that. She said, and I quote, the green dream or whatever they call it. (laughs) Nobody knows what it is. Pelosi's a savage. But they're for it, right? She said, mocking the Democratic Socialist effort. On Thursday morning, Pelosi announced a new committee on climate change that she'd established. Ocasio-Cortez was noticeably missing from the list of panel participants. Evan, why would that be? Because even Pelosi understands that this woman's an idiot. Yeah. And, oh my god, it's just... we And we talked about this with Steve Dace and... Um, a bunch of other people, and Andrew Clavin has said the same thing, that the reason why the Democrats love big government so much is because they believe that they're superior to other people. Mm-hmm. They do. You cannot believe in big government and calling everyone else a racist unless you believe that you are superior to everyone else on the planet. Because in order for them to be racist and to be generally bad people, you have to have a balance of people who are automatically good. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they believe this is what leads them to have these insane initiatives. But they can't even agree on them themselves because you have the New Age people who want everything hand-delivered to themselves. And they, she, Ocasio-Cortez, again, we said, worked as a bartender. That was she, her last job before she took office. She had a degree in economics. She worked at a, as a bartender. I don't think she... I think she slept through her way through the class, both literally and figuratively. Um, because that's the only way you can graduate with a degree from economics from a reputable school and not understand how economics works and taxation and how money works. And generally how, you know, the internet works or recordings or, you know, just life and just yeah. understanding what words are. And she has, a, she has a tenuous grasp on the English language as a whole. But the fact that even Pelosi is just... Pelosi cannot stand Ocasio-Cortez, and there's a lot of people in the Democratic Party who can't stand her, and I think that's the only thing that we have in common with Nancy Pelosi, is that she even thinks that Ocasio-Cortez is an idiot, and it's, oh my god, it's just, the the level of, the level of, what's the word, false superiority, Mm. 
that the inc- that these incoming Democrats have, like Talib from Michigan, where we should impeach that motherfucker and all this other crap, like this is going to be Palestine again. We're going to get rid of Israel. You're not doing any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You were elected. You've been in office for what? A month? Barely. Barely a month. Most of the time, the government was shut down for that. Yeah. Okay. You have done nothing. They got paid though. Yeah. You've proven nothing. None of your ideas have been accepted by anyone except for yourselves and CNN, which automatically discredits them in any way. And nobody loves CNN more than CNN. No oh, God. CNN. Just how Jim Acosta loves him, some Jim Acosta. Sorry. And Ocasio-Cortez loves herself, some Ocasio-Cortez. And that's like the only thing they clapped for during the State of the Union was when Trump acknowledged how many women were in Congress. Exactly. And that, that's what my blog post like, was. They, only, they literally only care about themselves. They All they care about is their own ideals. Because like we said in previous episodes and it has been established... Over 80% of Americans do believe that we need stricter border border patrol and border security. Yet the Democrats are talking about open borders. Well, Cortez has said as much, oh, which we're going to get to in just a but, second. So, so they're not even following the path of their constituents, which is what their job is as an elected official is to represent your constituents. Remember, we are living a republic. Mm. That's where the, you know, representative government, republic, representative government. So they're supposed to be representing their constituents, but in reality, all they do is is represent their own views and their own radical views, which, like we talk with Steve Dace, is, which is really what comes from the boosters. It comes from the people with the money, yeah. the Bill Gates, the Warren Buffets, and all of them. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforallocasions.com. That's where the money comes from, and that's whose interest they're really representing. And it's really it's hilarious because they always accuse the Republicans of doing it. And Clavin was talking about this too. It's where you, you, you accuse the Republicans of something, and then you do it. It's okay because you're a Democrat. Yeah, like Joy Behar or blackface as a quote unquote beautiful African woman, and yet you know, not to defend Ralph Northam. Again, we talked about this earlier in the week. He deserves to be gone, not because he wore blackface as Michael Jackson, or even if he was one of the people in that photo, because that was a long time ago. That was before either of us even existed. But the fact. That he's okay with infanticide, literally killing a baby outside the womb. A baby that's already born. Yeah. I mean, and he's a doctor on top of it. I mean, that's not, that's okay. That, that sentence is perfectly fine. But the fact that he wore blackface, the fact that, um, I think the third in line, because Justin Fairfax is having these sexual assault It's like, it's, like four, it's literally four people down the line. And the, and the fourth is a Republican. And that's, that's why none of them are going to resign, because exactly. they don't want to lose the state. They're going to try and discredit this woman who's accusing Fairfax, because, of course, a black Democrat, that's like candy to them. They want that person to take office. They want Northam out. They want him in. But, unfortunately, he has more serious things going on right now than, than Northam does in, in the form of what Northam's in trouble for by the mainstream media is stupid. It's stupid. It, it was a mistake for, and we have to be consistent on it. And he was what, 21 years old? Yeah, he like, was honestly, an undergrad. I just think it's hilarious because they always accuse the Democrats, the Republic. the Democrats always accuse the Republicans of being racist. Mm-hmm. The Democrats were, are the party that founded the KKK. Yes. This is not, you know, this is not news. They are the party that fought the abo- abo- uh, abolition of slavery. Yeah. Andrew Andrew Jackson committed mass genocide with the Trail of Tears. Like, this is who the Democrats are. Yeah. 
and they always they, have been. And they and Lyndon B. Johnson was the one who who made it seem like they flipped it because he signed the Civil Rights Act begrudgingly, and then created a welfare state to destroy black people and have them voting Democrat for the next what was it? He said two hundred years. Mm-hmm. That so was his goal. It's it's oh my god. It, that's why that part of it I just think is hilarious. And I honestly I think if you're an elected official and something came out from thirty years ago, that's just in bad taste. Honestly, that's what it is. It is. It's bad taste. We've all it's said stupid. and done stupid things. I would never do it. It's a very stupid thing. It is insensitive. It is what it is. Yeah, but it was but even before our time. It's, what, 1985? Yeah, 1985. It's over and done It's not like this was last week. If it was last week, I'd be like, okay, okay you know, it's a little a bit different. different. It's a different climate now. But the, fa- but the serious charges are towards Fairfax. Mm-hmm. But when the charges were towards a Republican... It was for the Supreme Court. Yep. Judge Justice Kavanaugh, believe all women. You don't need evidence. You have to believe every single woman. Now it's oh, what's her evidence? We should really hear what's going on. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't rush to judgment. Why? Because he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, Kavanaugh's one for two. He did vote against um, not uh, against taking away Louisiana's right to stop abortion in their state. Um, that was, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, but I think the first, first abortion case that was brought to the Supreme Court, he actually voted with the Democrats. So, you know, he wasn't a constitutional conservative and there were a lot of questions about him, but they made it a Me Too issue and he was automatically guilty. Alyssa Milano came out, all these ridiculous celebrities came out, Kirsten Gillibrand, you know, our, our senator who is now running for president, who's one of the biggest flip-floppers in the history of a decade in politics. She used to be a conservative. She apologized She for had being a gun a under her pillow, apparently, in 2009. That was she's exactly so, 10 years ago. She's so full of crap. Yeah, I mean, she's bad. I mean, she came out and endorsed this Green New Deal, and now she's silent all of a sudden. Now you know she ain't winning, and Elizabeth Warren's career is over. Yeah, her career over. is done. That slip for her applying for the bar exam as a Native American, <laughs> she is Done. Yeah, she has no credibility. Not a chance. Because mommy and poppy and high cheekbones and stuff. Um, But anyway, so Ocasio-Cortez, getting back to this, made an ass of herself with this Green New Deal. I mean, like like we said, the website, several pages were taken down. The FAQ in particular was taken down. Nancy Pelosi made a jab at it. She is savage. And that's maybe the one... Yeah, that's the good thing she's done this week. Um, But then, during another speech a day or two back... Ocasio-Cortez talked about dismantling ICE, and she even had a tear come down her cheek. So I'm going to read you a couple quotes from her, and then Evan and I are going to respond. So she told the crowd that the organization does, quote, not deserve any resource for their radical agenda. You mean like enforcing the border and immigration laws? Yeah, I guess that's what she meant. That's so radical. I know. Oh my God, why should we protect our country from people who are coming here illegally? I have no idea. And it's also funny because, let's get to the next couple quotes, because it's funny because of how many ICE agents are um, of Hispanic descent. But she said, and I quote, We have to have respect for children, respect for families, respect for human rights, and respect for the right of human mobility. That's AKA, not a right. Yeah, it's not. That's not a right. It's not in the Constitution. There's no right to human mobility yeah. for people who come from outside of this country. Illegally. Yes. Because it is a right, she said. It is a right. She also said... You can't just qu- say something twice and have it be correct. That's not the way it works. Well, like we said before, when she was talking to Chuck Todd and the guy on NPR um, about the Green New Deal yesterday, she says a lot of stuff. She says it confidently, and then the person who's half listening or is ignorant and has no idea what she's talking about, they fall for it. You know what I think she did with that, though? I don't think she flip-flopped. I think she didn't know what the right answer was. So <laughs> she, what she did was she had the Scantron in front of her, and it was either true or false, and she colored in both because one of those has to be right. 
No, I honestly, yeah, I, I think that in the, in the case of the Green New Deal, before I, if I finish up these quotes about ice and we can break this down, I think initially she told the truth. I because I I think that she understood democratic socialism. You know how smart or not she is. Obviously, uh, the last twenty four to forty eight hours have been very revealing for her. But I think she told the truth because obviously. Most people drive cars. Most people travel by plane at least once a year. Some people for business travel by plane how weekly, she, monthly. How, how does she think people are going to get to Hawaii and Alaska? I don't know. A massive high-speed railway across the Pacific. <laughs> to Hawaii? I get, yeah, I know. That's well, so we have 12, No, but we have 12 years. We have to print more money. And that was another part of the no, deal. No, but the world's going to end in 12 years, I know. I so, so, so we have no time to waste. We have to print more money. We have to build this railway. We have to completely dismantle all of the airlines and all the automobiles. And we have to get everybody on board with public transportation via high-speed rail that's never going to work because the government is funding it. She, I'm sorry, Michael, I'm sorry. We tried. I tried. I tried so much. I tried so much. She is so stupid. She is so, so, so stupid. There, it needs to, I'm going to make a new word. I'm going to take until Tuesday. We're going to come back on Tuesday on the next show. I'm going to have a new word to describe the level of stupidity of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because stupid, moronic, idiotic, they don't. They don't. They, they don't, don't even cut it. it they right. don't cut it. They're not even close. I could combine them all into one word, and I will have that word for you on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I tried. We really did. We sat down before the show and we said, "All right, we'll try to cut back. We'll try to cut back on the name calling." But I can't. I can't do it. She's too. Well, stupid. She's bad. too stupid. She's a moron. This is. She that bad. is a moron. After, after listening to what she has said and looking at what was in this proposal, nobody with half a brain cell can say that she's not. Anyway, let's finish this up about ICE. So, so remember, she said that everyone has a right to human mobility. Anyway, the next quote, because we are standing on native land and Latino people are descendants of native people. Yeah. I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh my God. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Right, keep going. The young representative said, she said, and I quote also, and we cannot be told and criminalized simply for our identity or our status. Period, she said, as a tear rolled down her cheek. Please. <laughs> Where are this girl's parents? Well, one of them Because if she was passed. my child, yeah. I would smack her so hard across the face for making our family look so stupid. What do you what does she even talk on native land? Okay. So the way that this worked was the Europeans came to this country. Yes. Okay? They either bought the land from the Native Americans or some of the land was conquered. Yes. That's what happened. These okay. are facts of history. This is what happens to almost every single nation in the entire world. A war is fought and the winner owns the land. It happens in Asia, Europe, Africa. It's Canada. still happening. Canada. Everywhere. This is what happens. Okay? Mm -hmm. So a big thing that happened with the Native Americans is we would buy the land from them for some money and some guns and some alcohol. Okay? Now, I'm not trying to disparage Native Americans, but this is what happened. These things, a lot of this stuff was new to them, so they didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, or the value. Yes. yes. So a lot of the times they would get drunk, and they had the guns, and then they would start fights, or they would attack settlers with the guns when they were drunk. These, this is what happened. And it would start a war. So then the government, whether it's the British government or the American government after the United States was established, would come in and have to fight the Native Americans because they are now attacking U.S. citizens. Mm -hmm. This is what would happen. 
So essentially, we bought and conquered this land. Hmm. It was not stolen. Mm-hmm. You cannot steal land. You can conquer land. Yes. If I decided that Westbury was my country, okay, and I was going to take Carl Place for Westbury, and I marched over there with a bunch of guns, and we fought, and I won, and now Carl Place is part of Westbury, that's not stolen land. That's conquered land. This is the way that nations are formed. This is not unique to America, okay? There's listen. I understand Native Americans got a raw deal. They yes. did, hundred percent, hundred percent. Native Americans got it. not denying it at all, and they still have a raw deal. It's honestly, it's it It'll, sucks. You have a handle reservation. Yes, yeah, it sucks. It does. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't, and I'm not trying to minimize their suffering or any of that stuff. Now I start to sound like a liberal. This is terrible. But what <laughs> we have yeah, to these. We're days. not attacking the Native Americans with this. What we're doing is attacking her logic. Okay, so Hispanic people are descendants of Native Americans. Some are. Some are, but they are also descendants of Europeans. And Asians. And Asians. So there was a bridge exactly. between Asia and North America. Right. It was called Pan it was part of Pangea. Alright. So let's 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 kind of close in on more recent history. Okay. Yeah, I'm we're, just saying. I know. We're a little past Pangea, so let's go with the European and Native Americans, okay? Mm. The reason why certain Hispanic Latino, whatever it is, whatever word is... You know what Yeah, means. people yeah. from South America, the reason why some of them have rounder faces or look more native and others look more European is because the Europeans came here, banged a bunch of the natives, and created children. So yes, you might be descendants of Indians, but Indians, but, or Native Americans, but Native Americans do not control this country. Nor does Elizabeth Warren. No, she's not, and she's not even Native American. Yeah. So, the... And the whole point is irrelevant. So you can't be judged based on your status or your identity, right? Okay. But what you're doing is you are judging the people who essentially founded this country and created America as it is today with the 50 states and saying that they were wrong because of what they did and mostly because they were white. That's really what she's saying Mm -hmm. because let's face it, (laughs) when America became the 50 states, White people were in charge. Let's, yes. it's, you know, these are we're just European talking European descendants, here. right? Exactly, European yeah. descendants. This is the people who were in charge. So essentially, what she's doing is she's taking shots at white America, and she's pay, she's playing the race card, she's playing the victim card, and it's all nonsense. Yeah. Because just because your family was born on the wrong side of the border, you deserve everything that we have on our side of the border. Mm-hmm. Not the way it works. Sorry, you didn't win the lottery. We won the lottery. We were born in America, the greatest, freest country in the history of the world. Yeah. I mean, it's an intersexual, uh, intersectional, Jesus, intersexual, intersexual, intersexual. It was intersexual. That's how some people have Native American blood in them, even though they are, or they look or appear to be as white as Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I don't have any of that blood. No, neither do I. But, um, but yeah, she's just checking off as many intersectional checkboxes as she can. And this is how the Democrats, I talked about this on my show yesterday. I know it was hard to hear, but it was a last minute thing and we had to put it together. But Basically, they try to check off these boxes, and they try to make people feel like victims. Evan just said it, and it's true. They play on this victim mentality that's instilled in you from the time you enter kindergarten up through the end of high school. Most people at least have a college, uh, not college, a high school education. So you're indoctrinated all those years. You think the world and, and this country was formed and is a certain way. And if you're not, 
you know, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant or wasp, then you are a victim, a victim of some sort. And the more victim cards you can check off, the more your voice matters over somebody else's. And they're just afraid of meritocracy because they know. And it was blatantly apparent. I think we can wrap up with this unless there's anything you want to add on top of it. The, it's blatantly apparent by the Democrats' reaction since the State of the Union, and even in the last couple of weeks leading up to it, with the Reproductive Health Act, Virginia trying to follow suit, and luckily it failing there, um, because it took things even further than how we took them. I, I didn't even think that was possible um, in this society. How do you just kill a live baby? I don't understand that. That I really don't get that. I mean, I mean, if it survived the lethal injection, the least you can do is resuscitate it, as Ralph Northam said, and put it up for adoption if you really don't want the damn Baby. Listen, I understand if, you, if the baby is not viable outside the womb, and that's, that's, you know, okay, you can at least argue that point to me. Yeah. At least you can have some sort, listen, I don't agree with it, but you could have some sort of semblance of an actual argument. If the baby is not viable outside the womb, and yes, it is a medical threat to the mother's life, you can argue that. that that's it, often determined yeah. much earlier exactly. than, the, than the third trimester. So, that, at least you can argue. Once the, once you've carried the baby... And it is now viable outside the womb. How on earth? I don't know. I don't know how you can justify it because, and we said this the other day, that people have been brainwashed into thinking that it's a woman's right to kill a baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about a cluster of cells. I'm talking about a baby that's viable outside the womb because that is, I'm sorry, 23, is, 24 yeah, weeks. That is non-negotiable. If the baby is viable outside the womb, it is a living being. It is. Yeah. You if, cannot listen, argue against yeah. that. Some people think it's the moment of conception. Some people think when you're viable outside the womb. I'm, let's go with viable outside the womb because I really, you cannot be a sane and somewhat compassionate person and think that something that's viable outside the womb, which you can then put up for adoption and you are no longer responsible for, so you get to make that choice of, I don't want to take responsibility, mm-hmm. which is the new thing now with millennials and other generations. Gen yeah. So, but how can you justify killing something and call yourself a, a compassionate person? And they've justified it by brainwashing people saying it's a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to kill something. You're choosing to murder a human being. You are a helpless human being. Exactly. At that. And it's something that shares your DNA. It's something that comes from you. Yes. So it's re- it's like this mass indoctrination. Listen, evil. <laughs> if you want to take the the day morning after pill because you had unprotected sex or you were raped or something like that and you don't want to be pregnant, okay. I'll I'll concede that. I will. 100%. We can have that discussion. Yeah. I, I will have that discussion with you. I can concede that. I can see where that has merit. Murdering a nine-month-old baby now, or a baby that's already, is, been, delivered. already been delivered, yeah. that is pure murder. And anyone who believes that it is not, I'm sorry, we are going to have some, we're going to have an interaction, and there's not going to be a lot of words. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of pain. There's probably going to be some blood. <laughs> Suffering. And maybe a little bit of crying. Yeah. Some from you and maybe a little bit from me. <laughs> More just from the rage. The pure, unadulterated rage. But I, I don't... It's insane. The indoctrination level. Mm-hmm. How is... Like, if... I, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, no, no. It's... No, it, it's true. But they play on emotion. That's how the Democrats are. I talked about this yesterday. The title of the episode was Why Conservatives, not just here in New York State, but around the country and even around the world, have to... I know there are different definitions in Europe and, and what whatnot, but we know what we're talking about. 
why we need to come together now more than ever. Because now legitimate evil is being written into law at the local, the state, and the federal levels. And luckily our president is trying to repeal that at a federal level so that it cannot be written into law at the state. So that it will make any state law moot in that case. Obviously, we know that... Um, we obviously know that Andrew Cuomo is going to fight tooth and nail to try and prevent it. Well, hopefully he'll be in prison. Oh, yeah, hopefully. But he never stops. And he, he, we were going to talk about him today. We ran out of time, so we'll talk about him next week. Plenty going on with Amazon potentially not even coming to LIC. They haven't even bought land at, land yet. Um, the PACB, the, the, one, the board that voted down the football stadium in the west side that Mayor Bloomberg wanted back in 2004. Bloomberg sucks. He does. And Cuomo sucks. They are good. We talked about Cuomo. Hey, Cuomo, you suck. <laughs> but, um, but they voted it down in 2004, a football stadium that he proposed on the west side when the Jets and Giants were looking for a new stadium. And they're vehemently against the same board, against Amazon coming here. And some legitimate qualms, but for the most part, this might be an issue. We're going to talk about this next time. But I think what we can end on is that all they try to go on is emotion. They make women feel riled up because they feel that their rights are being violated. When Evan just laid out why, it's not just their rights that are in question. This isn't a boob job, a nose job, a tattoo, or whatever they want to do to their own you individual bodies. You want to get bodies. a boob job or a tattoo, I am fully supportive of yeah, women getting boob want. jobs and tattoos. As long as we don't pay for it. Exactly. As, as long, long as, as you we pay, don't pay for it. You, I, I have a tattoo. I paid for it. Well, my brother paid for it, but whatever. It's either gifted to you by someone you yeah. know, or you pay for it yourself. Oh, I have two tattoos. That's I paid for the second one. There we go. Okay. That's where I was going. All right. So, right. So you pay for that stuff. As long as we don't have to pay for it, you do you. We don't care. The second other life's in question, that's a whole other thing. But they play on emotion. They play on a victim card. And that is a serious, not even political, it's a societal thing that the Democrats play on. We have raised over the last two to three generations, we have raised a bunch of victims. People who are made to feel oppressed. Whether they should be or not, most of them should not. Because they have not been. Maybe some people have faced racism. Maybe some have faced sexism. But like Dr. Martin Luther King said, who they like to quote, but who would probably be vehemently against them if he were still alive today. It's not based on your race or your ethnicity. It's based on your merit. That's what it should be based on. And sadly, our very way of life is being questioned. We've seen it in the state. We've seen it by some of these Democratic presidential nominees. How actually on board with these socialist policies they are or not time will tell and they want to take away our rights every single democrat that's running wants to take away our guns kamala harris has said she wants to ban all guns diane feinstein has come well she's not running for president but she has said they want to ban all guns once they take away our ability to defend ourselves they can take everything from us yes so that's why it's more important now than ever that we get together we fight we come out in 2020, we vote the schmucks out of office, local, state level, and also the federal level, whoever we have up on our ballot, and we continue to do so every two years until we have taken back the state, we've fully taken back the country, and we can start to fix the huge mess that they've created. So guys, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and follow us, whether it's on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. If it's on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. It really helps. We're looking to attract sponsors. We have a couple of big ones, like I mentioned on yesterday's show, in the works that we're in negotiations and discussions with. Hopefully, we can bring them to you soon once a deal is reached. But we're doing this for two reasons. One, again, we want to get out the vote. And two, we want to bring the best conservative candidates at the local, state, and federal levels to you. So you know when they are on your ballot... You can feel good voting for them. It won't be people like we had in the 2018 midterms who, honestly, most of them you couldn't get behind. Even if they lost their races, most of them you couldn't get behind because they're establishment, they're neocons, they don't really uphold our values. 
They want to be, like Steve Day said, they want to be somebody. They'll say and talk a big game, but at the end of the day, they'll do absolutely nothing. They'll sit back while progressive, and I use that term very loosely, legislature votes in terrible things like the DREAM Act, the Reproductive Health Act, and the SAFE Act too. Right. They're to the, they are to the left of the, of the average conservative basically anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. 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 So, so please um, follow us, like us, subscribe, share, review us. It's really going to help. And lastly, if you can afford just $5 a month, just $5 a month, it comes out to $60 for the year. You get a Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom wristband. We do the mailbag. So Mike sent in his mailbag question today, and we focused on that because, I mean, it's been a complete crap storm over the last 24 to 48 hours with the Green New Deal coming out and some of the really really dumb things that have been said and laid out in the form of policy and then Q&As about it afterwards. So please join the mailbag, send it in, and we'll get to it as soon as we can. If it's not on the Friday show, we'll get to it on our Tuesday show together. And if you can afford $50 for the year, not only will you get the wristband, not only will you get the mailbag, but you will also get a free customized Empire State Conservative Network hoodie. no, I'm not wearing the sweatshirt. Hoodie. Yes, it'll have that logo, so you have the logo. Now that logo, but on the front and on the back, it'll have your name and number, just kind of like a sports jersey, size is small to 5XL, no matter how big or small, we have one for you. And those are selling for $60 on our website, so do the math. You're getting a whole bunch of stuff for just 50 bucks that costs about 70 bucks if you add everything up plus shipping. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Evan and I will be coming back at you next Tuesday. We have a guest in the works, so we'll let you know if we finalize everything. But for that, I'm Pete. This is Evan. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're signing off. Talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. It's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.